This is summer, and across the course of the summer, I've been inspired to um, label this time as snippet time, perhaps not as lengthy or as um, uh, deep as I would normally share, but just something to uh, keep us focused and together and, and connected to the Word of God during the summer. You know, summer's so short in Chicago. It'll be snowing before you know it. But let's enjoy the weather, but let's also enjoy and be edified by the Word. This is summer snippet number four. I want to talk about long-suffering. Snippet number one, I talked about love. Snippet number two, that marvelous teacher from Freedom, Marsha Reed, talked about Joy, and again, summer snippet number three, again, that marvelous teacher talked about peace. And so this is uh, the next fruit in the bowl, so to speak, long suffering. And I want to tell you from the offset that this is the only one of those nine fruit listed that I probably will take two lessons to talk about just because I don't want to be too long. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. It's a good verse to memorize by the time we will have walked across these nine or ten weeks. I pray, God, that the word will have gripped our spirit. Galatians 5 verse 22, New International Version says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. King James Version would say, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, long-suffering. Always remember when you read, hear, preached, or taught, or even preach it or teach it yourselves, that Galatians is a letter as well as is uh, or are Romans, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Corinthians, and First and Second Thessalonians. Paul writes letters to these Christian churches in these specific cities about specific topics and issues. Uh, no two letters uh, relate as synoptic in content. They're not like the Gospel of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, where you can see a similar uh, issues and similar observations. Uh, no two letters vaguely um, uh, relate in content. Um, while he writes one letter to each city, there were more than one church assembled in each city. Uh, Space-limited gatherings the most common gathering for the early church was someone's house. 
the first church building did not appear in history until uh, after the year 200 A.D. Isn't that something? I mentioned this to uh, make a point. How careful was that scroll of papyrus, that ancient paper, how careful it had to be handled as it was circulated and hand-carried from place to place. Now, remember, uh, there were no copy machines, no no mass uh, production of written materials. Uh, they just were hand-carried from one house in Galatia to the other house churches where the saints were gathered. That should lead us to appreciate how our spiritual ancestors in the first and second centuries literally cared for the word. They cared for it in their hands. This papyrus, this this early uh, paper fabric uh, was fragile. Uh, Deacon Rachel just returned a couple months ago from Egypt, and, and she brought me a document that was on original papyrus. It it it's very fragile paper. Now you contrast that with the manner in which copies of the Word of God, the Holy Bible, is treated today. Now understand in Paul's day he wrote these letters, they were hand carried very meticulously uh, transferred from house to house. Think about how we treat our hard copies of the Bible today. I've seen it even at Freedom, unfortunately. Ripped Bibles, torn Bibles, pages missing, uh, Bibles just thrown into unlikely places. Thank God our ancestors cared for the original. Can we do the same with, with the copies? How you treat your Bible speaks to how you treat God because it's the written word. He is the word. Christ is the Living word. I wanted to say that although we're moving swiftly to a paperless society, I want to urge you to keep your hard copy of the Bible in good shape. It is not subject to a digital disappearance or computer crash. Those are just some words that I was inspired as I sat here preparing my uh, lesson for tonight. Uh, how how we've been so blessed to have paper that's more endurable than papyrus. And we can have our own copy. So let's treat our copies 
with care. Now, let me say what I wanted to say. Love, joy, and peace are upward qualities. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, and peace. You got to have them in your soul, in your spirit, for the rest of the fruit in the basket to be nutritional. Uh, Love, joy, and peace are so essential that if they are not in your life, the whole bowl is spoiled and useless. So, love, joy, and peace are upward qualities. Uh, They deal with the disposition of the soul, what God puts in our souls. This next section for the next several weeks of, of qualities, for lack of a better term, are outward qualities, long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. Long-suffering, gentleness, and goodness. Of course, the NIV uh, translation calls it patience, kindness, and goodness. I opt tonight to use the King James Version instead of patience. And the King James word is long-suffering, long-suffering. I just, I just like it because it sounds more uh, implicit, it sounds more indicative and expressive of a specific type of patience. It's patience that can suffer a long time. And I like that word, long-suffering. And this object of this specific type of patience is people. People who you will get frustrated with, who will push your level of frustration to the boiling point. You need for those type of people long-suffering, a patient that can suffer a long time. When we're exhausted from trying to help people who don't act like they want or appreciate our help, we need long-suffering. Please make sure you pray to the Holy Ghost to keep long-suffering in your fruit bowl. Now the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. And ask the Holy Spirit to cultivate it in abundant supply because you're going to need a lot of long-suffering. People make long-suffering necessary. People, people, people. It's easy to be Christ-like with people who appreciate us or show us kindness. But are we going to act just as Christ-like when people do not appreciate us? Something to think about, isn't it? Will we demonstrate the life of Jesus Christ equally? to those who irritate us as much as to those who make us 
feel good or who treat us with respect. Here, senior pastor of Freedom Hillside, the Reverend Dr. Craig Melvin Smith, on June 21, hear me. You cannot pick certain people or people groups to be long-suffering towards, and you can't exclude others. How are you going to say, I'm done when God ain't done with you? We are Christ-like. We are walking in the Spirit. We are asking the Spirit of Christ to bless, to keep, and to indwell us. We cannot ask him to give us his spirit for the ones who return the favor of appreciation and respect. Long-suffering. And the next two, fruit, kindness, and goodness, are outward. The Holy Ghost does not empower indwell or equip us for solo experiences. The Holy Spirit equips us, indwells us, and empowers us for relationships. Shame on us for thinking that the Holy Spirit will make us patient toward only a few people and permit us to go off on the others in Jesus' name. Long-suffering doesn't work like that. Whenever people fail to appreciate what you do for them, fail to listen to your counsel, or fail to value what you have contributed, I know your flesh uh, likes to rant and rave about how little you are valued, respected, esteemed, and appreciated. But my brothers and sisters, it's in those moments we want to say, excuse me, but you got me all twisted. I'm not a mat for people to wipe their feet on. I've invested all the time and energy I'm willing to invest in this ungrateful Nina swear word. I refuse to help him or her any further, end of quote. I know that's where we sometimes feel like going. Parents, we felt that way toward our children. You teach us. I wouldn't take your job for twice the salary. You've got to deal with untrained kids and their eighth grade level irate parents. What husband or wife has not felt unappreciated? What friends haven't felt that same way toward their friends who are more parasitic than promoting? And don't let me call the role at the church house. Have you ever felt unappreciated in the Lord's house, in and among the ministries of the Lord? But yet you know it's the will of God 
for you to keep working and striving to make the best out of the situation. You know what it requires? It requires long suffering, long suffering. And I'll talk more about it next week. You just don't want to get the first installment and not the second. This is the word of faith that I teach tonight. Long suffering. Amen.